ask anything kindle around nursing keens showing hearts admiration hello dear friends let's heal hearts yes my dear friends i welcome you all in the first episode of let's heal hearts and my dear friends today we are here to discuss about the mental health problems that our kids are facing and how we can help them with our attitude our efforts and the simple assistance to them while listening to them so today we have to discuss all these things dr pratika gonjalvas who is a child psychologist she has done her doctorate in child psychology and is a specialist of play therapy she has been dealing with children for a long time and helps the children to come out of the trauma and problems that they are facing in their life she is on a mission to help the children cope up depression and be aware about their circumstances she helps them to empower themselves using various therapies especially play therapy thank you pratika ji for being a guest over here hello pratika ji uh, hello hello anupam i am really glad that you agreed to just have this conversation on mental health awareness i would like tell her of herself like how she has started the education of psychology and from where she got this inspiration uh yeah so actually i wanted to be a pediatrician uh it was an aim that i wanted to do my medical and be a pediatrician but my 10th standard marks was not so good to go into science and uh, 11th and 12th uh, coincidentally or maybe fortunately i got into arts and after 12th i was researching that what is good and i found child psychology should uh, was very nice and it was very important and at that point of time very less schools had psychologist so i thought that my dream somewhere as a pediatrician would come out as a child psychologist so i thought why not take that uh, you know take that choice uh as a kid i was i used to be very jealous if my family members would uh, play with small kids because i'm the only child but uh, i feel that the best people to be around are kids and the old people they love to tell stories and i love to listen to stories so and most importantly uh, i wouldn't say uh, inspiration but i as a student have gone through bullying and that time there was nobody to tell to or express it was only you could tell your family and i was very free at that time so i told my family everything and uh, but somewhere the morale went down the self esteem went down and uh, I, i i started thinking negative about myself so that happened in 8th grade so you know because maybe because of that my grades in 10th standard fell too so i wanted that there should be someone for the kids who can just speak anything and they will not be judged and that is why i took up this profession <laughs> brilliantly said that these kids and old people are the one who really are uh, great storytellers you should say or listeners and you enjoy listening to them so as you are dealing with them like uh, any special methodology that you use along with them any sort of technique that you use to connect with them more so that they are open to you uh yeah so i whenever i meet i uh, meet teens i meet children i always tell them first thing that i am not going to judge you i'm not going to criticize you okay and when i tell them certain things they their first reaction is what do you know you are an adult you know you don't know what i'm going through so i mostly use self disclosure where i talk about my experience so that they understand that it is they are not alone they have not gone through it alone i have also gone through that so you know they feel more comfortable and whenever and they can talk to me about anything anything matlab anything that is taboo topics also and i will not say oh is it i will not say that i will i will listen to them i understand them. i and they treat me as their best friend but uh, what i love doing is we play a lot of games and through games and through uh, i am also a practitioner play therapist so i through games you come to know a lot in fact they discover many things which they haven't 
so i use that technique obviously there is cbt also but i feel kids are kids or teens they love games if you see all the gamers right. are teens <laughs> so uh, you know they they enjoy it and they feel that when is the next session because i want to come for that session so you know they are they get uh, accustomed to those methods <laughs> i'm really grateful to you that you have shared right now that how you entered into the field of psychology by being a child psychologist you yourself were bullied when you were in 8th grade as you shared right now so when we talk about bullying along with that there what one more terms comes up ragging so i would like to tell you to our listeners that uh, how do you differentiate ragging and bullying are they the same thing because they create the same sort of impact or they create different sort of impact in the individual uh i would say a uh, ragging is uh, you know uh, ragging and bullying they are not the same but yes they have the same concept okay ragging can go on continuously with that person and can have a very drastic impact bullying doesn't happen continuously it can happen off and on like with mm. me uh, it happened uh, i remember that incident till today uh it was an eighth standard outside the principal's office it was lunch break and it was me and 10 girls around teasing me and you know talking all that you know you are so weak you you always take leave because you are sick i have sinus and for that reason they bullied me about it mm-hmm. and i at that point of time they they were my best friends right <laughs> and uh i was in a shock i couldn't reply and a new friend of mine who had just become my new friend she saved me from it she removed me out from it you know from that 10 girls mm-hmm. so uh ragging is happening every day ragging can happen in verbal forms in physical forms uh you know uh, according to sexuality there are different things and ragging can go into drastic steps also like people mm-hmm. can really take drastic steps if they don't confide in a uh, you know somebody who understands them obviously mm-hmm. bullying also does the same thing but bullying doesn't happen continuously it can have happen off and on but mm-hmm. ragging happens they take that particular person and they rag that person in months years you know it goes on and okay. of even people going very physical and beating the victim up so hmm. you know that is uh, i mean something which anti bullying laws or all these things are there in our country but how many people report it okay that's what like uh, last night only we were watching a movie and that uh, one girl was small little girl ballet dancer and her friend every time while she was dancing she was pushing her and uh, she made her fall down so the teacher used to criticize her that you can't even stand on your toes and you should stop coming for this dance class then her father actually teaches her that you should not just be what you are like a kind of dumb fellow and not do anything you fight back so she did the same but here we have that sort of uh, decorum that discipline that we should not do the same as the bully has done to us so how how do you tell your people like if you are bullied at that time you should just answer back you should respond back physically if it is physical or you should just report it to the seniors to the people around and that's it mm-hmm. for which actually for third thing we have seen all the time there is no result so how do you take it uh, most of my uh, cases as i was working previously in the school uh, the cases would come about bullying and they would not tell their teacher but they would tell me and okay. uh, i uh, they would cry also mm-hmm. that how could they do that uh, it could come to sh- being a short hair uh, not talking with boys all these things uh, some of the topics so um, i i asked uh, the victim okay if we say i feel the victim is not the victim i feel the victim is a very strong personality that is why they get bullied right so i asked uh, her uh, like uh, what reason did that person bully you on what is the topic so um, one person said that oh you are always studying 
you don't have time to have fun you know on that reason so mm-hmm. i said is it true that you always study so she said yes i always study but is it true that you don't have fun so she says no i have fun my fun is a different kind of fun so i said what does the accused that is the bully do mm-hmm. i mean what is the characteristic of that bully says that bully is not good in studies uh, mm-hmm. is mischievous and that's not fun so i said you understanding he's he or she is ruining the frustration of his on mm-hmm. you because right. you are a role model to the teachers to the students everybody talks about you and so that person is feeling inferior actually you are a superior personality right so she was shocked she said i never thought in that way i said exactly i would say more than you need counseling the bully needs the counseling <laughs> yeah actually on a research i read somewhere that those who bully basically these people have been bullied themselves and that's why they become the bully yeah actually the point is when they were bullied the bully the accused was bullied nobody took action right so they want to take revenge from the world so they right. they take they feel they find out what is the weak point and that they start doing it right so she she said she told me ma'am i want to help that boy hmm so uh, i understood and i am not feeling bad for him now that i understood why he bullied me i want to help that boy i said what are you going to do said uh, i'll speak to the class teacher and i'll say that uh, he did this he teased me i want to use a big word called bully he teased me and there's something wrong with him even he's not studying so let's help him and send him for counseling right i said if you could do that it's a very good thing and that girl really went she went to the class teacher she told the class teacher and the class teacher said fine let's send him and he was sent to me and i asked him what's wrong with you what is happening i just asked normal so i never said that you are bullying and all that stuff so he came out and told that he has great talents he, he is a guitarist and uh, he's all but he's never appreciated mm-hmm. because he gets low grades in uh, in his exam he's not a failure but he gets low grades and he's never appreciated so i said i am there to appreciate you mm-hmm. but you need to stop what you're doing you know whatever wrong things you're doing so he said yeah i tease people who study because i feel they are very boring <laughs> you know and they are like that the exact role models like my parents want and mm-hmm. i don't like that so i said but then you can show your talents and become popular na right so i said so he said how is that possible i said annual day is coming up they want a guitarist right but their mischief you do nobody wants to take you says okay i'll behave well and whoever bullies other people in class i will complain to the teacher i will not let anybody do mischief and i want to take part in annual day and i want to prove it to my parents that even extracurricular activities are important yeah so he did that in that class nobody was teasing nobody was doing mischief nobody was bullying he went and apologized to that girl he bullied and he was taken for annual day also but pratika don't you think because bullying is a kind of concept which has killed so many creative ideas which has uh, like i don't know even in my experience i have seen how many people who have been really nothing in their life just because they were bullied and they thought that they were worthless so this kind of thought that i am nothing i can't do anything i'm so weak as you said you also felt that i am weak when the people were teasing you though you know knew that you were smart still based on how the people have behaved in front of you even we know bullying is done even on names like they start calling names their reasons or uh, they make whatever they get bullying actually they they don't define it whatever they get they start bullying based on that so don't you think that all the teachers should be trained on this so that they can deal with their students in that manner and uh, they should understand the psychology of bullying and they can help their students in that manner i feel uh, you are right at this point and you know uh, mostly i feel even parents should be educated right you know 
bullying starts i have seen through research i've done a lot of research on this because it is close to my heart yeah. i want to know what is it mm-hmm. so i've done a lot of research and i came to know that bullying starts at the time the child is 1 year old 2 year old from home mm-hmm. okay like parents start calling the child moti fatty mm-hmm. right patli you know all these things you know i my neighbors called me a uh, matchstick because i was very slim okay. you know Mm-hmm. uh i they I, actually my grandmother used to say you can go for modeling you're so slim so mm-hmm. you know i was very very slim and my neighbors used to call me matchstick uh, i have even heard as i was growing up uh, i know uh, i am fair but as i was going i was in extracurricular activities i was in uh, i was a uh, district level karate uh, champion okay. so i became dark so hmm. i was also uh, you know teased by my neighbors kick to kali hai you are dark mm-hmm. okay and as a 6 year old 7 year old kid i used to take cream and put on my face never wipe it because mm-hmm. that is white so how much of a scar from the childhood and that time nobody voiced opinion about it nobody right. said don't do it you know mm-hmm. and that led up to children doing it so children learn from where from home you know here actually i believe pratika acceptance is another thing again that will be something else we can talk it about for long like uh, acceptance yeah. whether i am fat yeah i am an obese person i am dark whatever my physical characteristic is that doesn't define that who i am yeah. so that stereotyping people based on how they look that is another thing yeah but uh, the point is that that right. kid is small right that kid will not understand so mm-hmm. uh, you know parents need to stop using these pet names like moti right. patli mm-hmm. this is really annoying at that point of time are wo wo to lambu hai he is like a giraffe you are starting the bullying from home you, you know? are talking about the names which are really peculiar people even right now might have stopped because they think okay moti might be a kind of abuse so yeah. instead of that uh, people also use like rasogulla or yeah. uh, they use the word like gannu like yeah. baba yeah so in yeah. that way they try to tease people in different ways just to show that how you look yeah exactly so, so this uh, there the case studies were done where hmm. it started from childhood and we ignored it we are mm-hmm. ignoring ignoring and then teachers also find it that this is normal you know right. we should know what is normal and what is not normal you know mm-hmm. and most of the time the teachers have their own curriculum to you know complete and it gets difficult for them to listen to every child you know talking and all that stuff mm-hmm. i would suggest bf does have a uh, psychology child psychology hmm. it right. has some bits of child psychology but i would say to the school management at least once in a month have a small workshop with the teachers right like the teachers have a lot of stress they have their personal hmm. life they have professional life they are teaching the same subject hmm. the batch keeps on changing but the subject remains the same unless the curriculum changes so that becomes boring also so you right. know they need to know what is right and what is wrong see bullying doesn't happen only to children it happens to teachers i have seen in the staff room where teachers laughing laughingly right. call the other one cartoon hmm how can you call that right and nobody objects that teacher also doesn't object she takes it laughingly but somewhere behind the mind you know people are calling you cartoon and they also comment that you don't even st- understand simple jokes even if you tell that please don't use such sort of things to me yeah. and then uh, they you get a tag line that uh, this lady or this teacher doesn't understand joke she is not uh, ready to cooperate with us so yeah. they start uh, secluding that uh, particular yeah. teacher yeah like toppers a normal way of bullying toppers are called encyclopedia right they are right. called google why i mean okay i am studying for myself why you, you keeping names for me you know in the uh, one student of mine uh, she was in ninth standard a few years ago she used to score full marks at least in english language only and uh, everyone used to tease her you you are ready you you can give all the answers and they in that manner they treated her in such a manner that uh, that girl had to really stop going to the school or she was not ready to go anywhere 
she was confined to her room and the parents took the help of a psychiatrist and then she was better so this is how when we come to this part like we are not ready even to accept like that was the problem of the girl like she couldn't handle the way the people were bullying her that as you said you are in encyclopedia you will definitely get the mark you are teacher's pet so these kind of things sometimes haunt them and they start living a lonely life so when pe- parents are really a good observer or the teachers also they observe that the student needs some help and then they took her to the right person at the right time but the problem is we when we have any physical pain we say okay i have a headache i have a stomach ache but when i have some internal pain my feelings are hurt in that manner and i really feel some sort of consequences which is happening uh, maybe my chest is paining for that reason in that case how can we tell people that it is normal to feel such sort of things and uh, you need to reach to the consultant the proper person who is handling these things the psychologist psychiatrist they should visit them so how how do you make them understand that it's okay to visit a psychologist uh see uh, i i am a big i i mean i i am uh, always talking about this and i always feel that our country uh, you know below 8th standard hmm. you can have your own curriculum okay, okay. i found out that Hmm. the board is only 9th and 10th but right. below 8th standard the school can have your own curriculum right. and everything starts at the grassroots level okay hmm. so if from first standard to 8th standard if there is a compulsory subject on mental health right our new generation would be marvelous and they would be great parents i would i always feel but the point is nobody is taking the initiative for making psychology or mental health as a compulsory subject from first to eighth standard right we are sh- feeling shy about sex education in eighth standard <laughs> imagine mental health will be what you know right and uh, i i have studied in state board so uh, sex education for us started in 10th 10th <laughs> grade we saw a video and a full video we were like this right you know uh cbse starts in 8th standard so mm-hmm. you know they are quite uh, more knowledgeable than us okay mm-hmm. but you see the foreign countries they start sex education quite early you know small children know about it age appropriate sex education so you know it's important that mental health even law finance all these things should be taught between first to 8th standard you have to make kids know about it i right. feel through role play through workshops through uh, you know having a talk where teachers are also like you know knowing about psychology they accept the kids the way, way they are you know our comments on the report card she can do better but say no she is good she can do better don't say she is can do better she can do better she is good but she can improve herself you can change your way of talking so many things are there i i don't know when these things there is a, a person who is doing uh, this signature campaign and you know are doing funding for to send it to the government to start this like mental right. health below 8th standard right. i hope it comes i really hope it comes so that's really much required and i have seen people really talking about it that the government should do something educational institute should take some step as you said that first to eighth standard it is there in the control of the educational institution and they can take anything in the syllabus now next thing as we are talking about empowering the teachers taking the workshop as you said that is again the call of the educational institution itself where they have to take the workshop for their teachers in that you can make them aware with your experiences with the researches that they should be updated to and they will be acknowledged about the thing that if some student is not on the particular line which is required there might be something like uh, recently i had an argument with my colleague and uh, the thing was he has corrected a paper in that the student has got zero marks in mathematics so i said okay I, i was really interested to go through the paper once i took the paper and uh, when i went through the paper i really found that the student has really tried his level best it was 80 marks paper 
in every question he has really tried somewhere plus minus error somewhere simple calculation error but he did the whole process like i i understand the logical mind was there where he thought that okay for this i can utilize this process so somehow he knew the thing he knew the concept but his calculations were not perfect his calculations were cheating me teasing him and he couldn't make it better so the teacher who is handling that kind of student must have understood that simple problem out of 80 if my student is getting zero there must be something where i can reach where i can help my student so in that case we really need i feel the empowerment is more for the teacher than the student the teacher must know how to handle such sort of students and if they are not aware they should really send it to those people who are handling such sort of students like i have worked in various schools there was one school and i would like to really take the name of the school because i loved the people over there goldcrest high in washi and there they had special educator there i came to know for the first time that special education doesn't mean that the child is challenged or mentally challenged or something special educator means if your student is facing difficulty anywhere we talk about dyslexia or dyscalculia a sort of thing whatever sort of problem your child is facing the special educator will help your child in that and there is uh, no insultation or humiliation for your child to going for those teachers it is the mindset in the people like we talk about amir khan or and abhishek bachchan uh, abhishek bachchan so many people who have come up and said that i was dyslexic or i was dyscalculic we didn't even realize at our time when we were kids that what kind of these uh, diseases are or what kind of these situations are better we should say rather than diseases tare zameen par which came it so revolutionary act like these kind of things happen and we should do something for these special kids who need special attention they can be creative they can do anything else like you guided one child very well stating that okay you can't do good in academics at present but you you are such a good guitarist you can go and play in the annual day so in that way as a teacher it's our responsibility to look at our student and guide them aptly and if you don't need as a teacher we can also take help from others who are really practitioners so how do you think it will come up like we have talked about the responsibility of the government the responsibility of the educational institution but what is the responsibility of an individual like us yeah so uh, as you as you mentioned about that kid who got zero out of right. you know uh, i really sympathize with him uh, in fact empathy because right. after eighth standard mm. my maths marks also went down mm. so i can really understand how it is but yeah it, there could be signs of dyscalculia mm. he doesn't understand okay right. and uh, one thing which i'm very very uh, you know we get very angry ke if he is bad in a subject if he is bad in academics the person is bad no you know the normal comment from the teachers you know that uh, uh, his nonsense a ye class mein to pura dimag kharab karke rakha hai sar dard hai class so these are the comments that we are making for the students or the class so at that time i really feel after i have learned a lot in psychology i have been into this i really feel that the class is not sar dard the child is not said that it's me who is not able to deal with that particular time yeah so uh, the point is that you know um uh, these things like making a subject compulsory in the school right i am really against that because somebody else is good in something give right. them options i would say every even uh, different boards give them options you know they are good and right. they are great people you know um as you as i've done a lot of research on this i have realized that these schools in the school if you get high marks okay that doesn't mean you're intelligent because the curriculum is based for average student right so if you are getting a high marks you're an average student right okay and those who are very intelligent they find this subject matter uh, very easy so they don't pay attention and obviously those who are below uh, average they don't know what to do okay right. they don't understand as you mentioned about special education i would like to add that it is also useful for gifted children mm-hmm. gifted children they don't like the study material which is there in school so special right. educators help them also to understand and study better 
you know right. i have seen many children who flourish in college but in school they are nothing they right. get very less marks so i mean the thing is we need to educate the teachers in a way in activity based if you are going to give lectures in a workshop hmm. they are not going to pay attention right i have attended lectures with teachers where somebody else came and gave lecture she was very good in giving mm-hmm. lectures mm-hmm. teachers were least interested yeah how is but, it to help me what yeah. do you do this is and one thing that they think in my one of the schools one of the most reputed schools in mumbai there the principal or i should say not principal the vice principal she was afterwards she became principal she used to tell that what will these counselors do what will these what what do they have these special thing that they can do what we experienced teachers can't do so she was like i am teaching for 27 years something so how can i not do that thing what this new counselor will do and she didn't let the students visit the counselor stating that i can handle the thing the student doesn't need to the, go to the counselor so this was one thing which was really very strange like that kind of a traditional mindset we have where we think that i am enough i'm dealing with these kind of students for 27 years so no one can do better than me no one can understand better than me and somehow they lose the connection because they themselves are not ready to adapt with the new generation we know it very well how the people are changing how their mindset is changing and this new world is completely different from the world where people like where we have spent our childhood in 90s are so it's yeah. very different from that days yeah but, uh, i would say you know teachers have given this remark to me that when children go to your cabin uh, mm. dr pratika they are very sad mm. but when they come back from the cabin they have a smile what are you right. doing that they <laughs> smile and they come and when we talk to them they are so grumpy right <laughs> i said that i may be understanding them better it's not that and i have been a research on that for so long like everyone has got a specialization maybe right. you can teach so well maybe you can give the concept that you have been giving for so long so well that i can't give but i have my own speciality so right. why don't you let me do in which i am special yeah exactly so yeah i mean the thing is i feel uh, if teachers are given activity based uh if they are you know uh, made it interesting just like children wanted interesting you know right. uh, they you know after school they keep uh, teachers to have these workshops they're not interested they want to go back home anybody right. would even i as a person at at a time limit i want to go home you know mm-hmm. so they call the teachers during holidays for these workshops they they right. don't want to come right. they don't want to come on this yep. i would like to comment one more thing this is very important we say that the government is not doing anything educational system is not right but again i don't agree with that educational system is really doing a lot like we, when we talk about cbc we know that in 10th standard there is an option for the students to they can go for nos board as well many of the schools are offering nos board even the school where i was they started offering in the year 2000 so since that only it started so if you think that you are not ready to give, go with these five subjects you can go for nos board and there is no difference in the marking scheme if you get 98% in cbse and 95 96 in nos board there is not much difference in that because you have worked in those subjects that you have taken then the next thing is cbse also has one provision which i came to know recently that they have like advance and uh, like normal subject like for mathematics maths maths yeah so you have advanced maths and normal maths standard maths so yes. you look at the difference and they have this differentiation only in 10th standard why why not in 9th grade why not in the other grades so till 8th grade you will be torturing them making them to run for the race and at the end you say okay now you can lower yourself now we are having something special for you so this is the part of actually the institution again the schools which are running they should understand the government has done its part it has given you all the sort of resources to utilize it in that way like you said it very well the teachers do need leave so on your on their holidays you are calling them to come for the workshop and attend it because i don't want my students to suffer the syllabus should not suffer and your time in the weekdays should be utilized only for teaching so you should give your time it is not humanity even 
i don't think that it is right on humanity humanitarian ground so you have to let them live their space as well so that is somehow for helping someone you are haunting on the personal life of uh, someone else but you know uh, anupam it's not only in india uh, i have uh, spoken to people abroad also the teachers case is the same abroad too okay. so it, we feel ke ha this is indian mentality no this is everybody's mentality all over the world you know and mm-hmm. the teachers do suffer so which place you are talking about because maybe developed country this might be happening no. uh okay. U- us canada okay, okay. then uh, there are other countries like in uh, different places of france all these things so it does happen see okay. the management thought processes we are paying them and right. we, they need to do it okay right. so their humanity goes and payment comes into it we right. are paying you you know so uh, it's i feel counseling even management needs <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean see we all need counseling it's not that you know we having some problem okay we all have stress i know management has their own stress they want to be the best they are also having a competition with other school managements so we could suggest things to them which could make their school the best why can't they understand that right so pratika till now we were talking about the schools institutions teachers students all these things but my focus is mental health of students at present so even you have been dealing with the children for so long so right now if we talk about our students who are entitled to various sort of apps they are updated to whether we take the name of snapchat we take the name of instagram facebook what not there are many more so i can't even name them so when they are using it they are so much attached to it so much addicted to it the kind of language they use it actually that's termed as a different languages comes up as a lingo so so many things and then when they post they wait for that like that follow more and more follows and then so this has become a kind of tradition and everyone today is running for being some sort of influencer because they now know ki okay it's not just passing my time they have got an answer that even if i do it regularly i can get paid for this so that is being an influencer anywhere so how how can we take a track on that how can we tell our students our children that this is somehow taking their liberty taking their freedom in which manner they are getting into that world and just doing the same thing again and again hoping that they will also become a great influencer after they will reach such sort of followers um like you know these things cannot be stopped completely but what i tell uh, the kids and you know i was close to the uh, i'm always close to these teens because you know i know a lot about them and they teach me things which i don't know right so um i told them they want to be influencers mm-hmm. i said what do you want to do uh, to do become an influencer no that person became na mm. i will follow that i said what is your talent so that person told me i love to sketch i said why don't you sketch and put that on the you know on your instagram or anything any mm-hmm. social networking site that will inspire somebody to mm. become an artist when mm. it, artist in india still sketching and drawing is not regarded as a big profession right but as a person i as dr pratika i am very bad in drawing mm-hmm. so if i see somebody who has put up such good stuff i go and like it mm-hmm. and there are many people like me who do that you know right. why would i go and do something which i do normally i mean I, i you know as a community of psychologists okay i will like comment but i go more to art pages singing pages dance pages mm. because i like that right. so why you want to follow the herd mentality i always mm. tell them in their language you right. want the like you want the follow then bring out your talent mm-hmm. don't follow the herd mentality right. and they start thinking then and then uh, one of the team told me i want to start a channel i said what do you want to start no that celebrities then you know, she started so i also want to start i said um okay she she wanted to start so what is good about you no i want to do what she did i said no what is good about you so she said i'm very good in english 
I said, why not start something in English then? And she was like, I never thought that. <laughs> I was following the trend. I said, how does the trend start when something new comes up? But when something is same, the trend stops, right? Why don't you be a trendsetter? Why don't, you know, in that way, you have to change the mindset that stop following the herd mentality. Your inst Instagram or your social networking site, fine. But where is you in that? Yeah. Where is that? Where is the you in it? Why you want to be somebody else? I always tell the kids, you are unique in your own way. You have your talent. Showcase your talent. And there are kids who have been chosen because of that particular talent and they have become great personalities. So remove that. I feel today, the Gen Z, you can say, they are following the herd mentality. Like, you know, we will follow one thing. No. Be different. But also, the thing that they just want to showcase other that we they, they have become too much show off people. Like whatever I am doing, I am showing you off so that I can do better. Not only about uh, uh, just showcasing some particular art or something that I love. They just sometimes want to do anything. De do some rubbish thing, rubbish in the sense that that should not really be presented at the social media for forum. And still they do that just to see that how many more people I get, how many more yeah. people I can reach. So just now, I, because I was doing a research on the people who have really killed themselves, those yeah. who gave up in their lives. I lost my daughter myself. So after that, the kind of people I found, like there was a boy, a, I should say teenager only, he was in IITM and uh, he was a YouTube gamer, a very popular YouTube gamer. And uh, he killed himself after posting a last post on his uh, that YouTube forum. He just killed himself. So how is it? He jumped from his building. How did he think that I should go? Look, so popular he was. He got what he wanted. Still, he didn't have that intention to live just because one of the reasons were one of the reasons were that uh, he his followers had declined. Earlier, there were a good number of followers, but gradually they declined. Couldn't uh, take it and uh, he has killed himself. So there are many cases like that where the okay. people is not ready to take uh, these sort of shortcomings okay. and they give up. Yeah, the point is, you know, they need to understand that it, all these things take time. You cannot be a star overnight. Right. Uh, Very you know, true. Uh, <laughs> there are people who have gone through so much rejections. And still, they have not given up right. because they, they have trust in yourself. See, your followers will come and go. Uh, they are not your main part of your life. Your talent is your talent. And there will be a person, maybe if you have 200 followers also, there that person might have a lot of crowd. I, I literally say that there are psychologists, there are counselors who have 200 followers, 500 followers. Right. But have a lot of customers right somebody who has 100k followers is not having customers have right. you even noticed that i mean people right. don't understand that point <laughs> brilliantly stated i hope our students at least who are listening this they should understand that it is not about how many we have got quality matters what yeah. kind of people you are really attached to like when we talk about facebook you know we have thousands of friends over there said that you have limitation of 5,000, you might get 5,000 friends very easily. But are they really your true friends? Are they coming to you when you need help, when you need support? So just getting a number is not really a kind of solution for your loneliness. Even if you have two friends and who are there in whatever way you want, in whichever situation you are, you are lucky to have them. So that's your popularity. Yeah. That's how you have influenced people around. Here again, one more thing is there. Like when we talk about our students, they are too much pressurized. Like uh, day before yesterday only, I was talking to my student. And uh, like after one class I entered and he was playing video game. So I waited there for about five minutes and he didn't even realize all the students were trying to give him some sort of a, uh, uh, like the teacher has arrived they just wanted to show uh, give him some signal but he was not getting it he kept on playing 
So after some time, when I saw that the game was over, I entered and I said, "You really didn't realize. You didn't get the kind of signals your friend was giving." So he he really apologized. It was not that he didn't know that it was wrong what he did. He his gesture really showed that he repented for what he has done. Then I just asked that, "Why did you do then? It was so important." Said, "Ma'am, since morning I'm studying. You know, since seven we have to go to school and then here so." I'm really fed up. So in between, I got the break and I just started. So I said, "Okay, you should have done something else. You should have anything else than playing it. Can you please tell me what should be the substitute?" So when we talk about social media, we know how influencing it is, how addictive it is. Every time we try to see, oh, what my friend has said, I posted something. What is the response of that? as an individual as an adult also we want to look into it so these are just small little kids who are growing up and they want to see the thing again and again even in the video games which we talk about today there are numerous games if you go to google play store itself recognized authorized game forget about the unauthorized games then so these authorized games in which they have some death trap even temple run which is so scary for me it looks so then uh, Oh, everywhere bloodshed such sort of games there was one hell and heaven game so i i could find out several games on that and then i was oh my god our kids are really playing such sort of games do they know about the philosophy of it and if they don't know it when they are doing it what is going on in their mind what all things they are prone to so in this manner like how do you tell your students to get rid of uh, such sort of video games or uh, to avoid restrict what they are doing on their mobile phones but uh, most importantly uh, i would talk to the parents first i would ask them are, are they aware that their kids are doing all these things are playing all these things see uh, you know these games are very addictive as in they are reward motivation so you know right. when they uh, and why do kids go so much into playing because they are not you know at home there's it's a dysfunctional family conflicts are going uh, uh you know there's a lot of pressure to study they are having a lot of stressful life that is why they tend towards all these things even right. if you go to you know alcohol gambling what is the reason for that because of the criticisms and all that things they get through that so that is what becomes addictive so right. i first want to know what is happening inside in the house okay. that has led to this so the i have realized that parents don't have time for their kids they you know uh, they are working 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 i know they do it for their child but mm -hmm. at least 5 minutes 10 minutes of talking and whenever they are at home you know this is what the parents are saying whenever they are at home they are either talking about something else their right. parents are on their mobile or they are having a conflict with their spouse so the child feels ke all these things let's go to another world so how so, do you deal with the child in that case where you know that you cannot change the parents you cannot change their character you cannot change the kind of house they are living in where the parents are fighting every day the father comes drunk hitting the mother every day so in that case if the child is really surviving so how can you strengthen that child so that that child can live even in that situation yeah so uh, as you said about the uh, social media but have you heard the kids are also addicted to books there is called yeah. book addiction right and they will read novels after novels after novels because right. they feel that character is very nice i want that character's life you right. know literally i have students who say i want to live in hostel because yeah. that's so nice it's so right. nice in the book i want uh -huh. that you know so uh, i asked then what's happening so she says when i mean around in the house parents my parents are fighting they are not talking to each other and you know they talk through me and all that so i just want to get far from them and i go into the book world or i go into the social media world where all these things are far i said what happens after that 10 minutes of happiness <laughs> come back to reality right i said instead of that use it in a productive way no you like that character in the book why not write the book <laughs> why not write your own book people are you like the social media why not think about how to you know make a person come out of this 
what are you going to do you are going to come back to reality again you are going to get stressed up again you are going to go back so what are the things you can do in reality that you can stop all these things you know the, you cannot study as one child said i cannot study the parents are making noise i yes. said why not think that's a music for you <laughs> and study you cannot stop their fights right so you can think that these people are like that only but i want to get something in life right i said social media you getting trending getting viral takes time hmm. and in that time you need to have another career option right so what are you going to do for your another career option you can have your social media but career option also is needed mm-hmm. so think in that way i am working i am studying for this career option i yes. am on social media but bring in curious curiosity for people everything wherever you go don't click photos and put it right. people are not curious about you right like i was that one before on whatsapp stories i used to literally put everything up at some point of time as a college student but mm-hmm. i realized that i need to have my own privacy yeah. people need to know about me people need to be curious about my life not mm-hmm. you know they ah, i know about her right like i gave an example to the student you wear western clothes every mm-hmm. day people will not look at you one day you wear indian saree and come see what will happen and she really did that for her college right. she really did that she said ma'am everybody was looking at me everybody was complimenting me everybody was saying all these things i said exactly so when you do something different that uniqueness people, people notice it so it's the thing that the mindset has to be changed right the thing is that they have been given mobile and they feel that this is the way to survive right we have to ch- teach the another coping mechanism you don't have to survive you have to live your life right so that is important so where with this thing one thing comes up again that is individualism or being self sufficient like as you said that we as parent just give our kids mobile phones and we say that oh we have done our job we give all the luxuries everything that is required for our child and we think that i have done my job and in that we think my child is self sufficient he can do everything on his own he can decide the things on his own so in that uh, manner we say that humans are social animal okay they need someone in their life to help them out to get the hope whenever it is required so which theory is right at one place we are telling that we have come alone we have to leave alone there is no one who will help us to battle our fights we have to fight it alone so what do you think do we really make ourselves self sufficient to fight our battle alone or we should wait for some companion search for certain such companion who is there bringing hope in our life um i would say uh in a in a psychologist point of view i would say you as an individual is an actor mm-hmm. i am your director okay an actor doesn't know certain things will okay. learn from the script that the director gives hmm so you are coming to me to know about the script of life hmm i am only going to suggest you stuff you hmm. are going to pick your choice so i would say you are not asking for help but you are asking how which coping mechanism is good and i'm giving you options and if you take the right option your picture becomes hit if you hmm. take not good option picture becomes average you are not a failure right so maybe the director didn't guide you in the right way like okay. you know uh, my psychology professor said a psychologist is the krishna hmm and that individual who comes to you is the arjun <laughs> so if krishna and arjun become together think how powerful you are right so i feel i am i always tell i am a confidant to the student hmm. i am a guide to the teacher and i am an assistant to the parent right i don't use the word helping right i don't use that i feel you have that thought you know you have done your best now you want to become excellent that's why you have come to me right 
so i feel that yes we are social animals we are uh, you know for a certain level if the boundary gets too much then you need a guide you need an assistant you need a mentor right and that is the time you need psychologists mental health professionals that time <laughs> brilliantly stated that it's all up to you you can be self sufficient but wherever you are getting hope you should always reach to that and that's up to you what you consider as hope yeah so, and uh, you stated one thing right now that uh, about uh, privacy like how much we shall really express so once i read one book named the psychology of secrets it was very interesting book and in that uh, there were a few stories given like when the secret is revealed what kind of consequences would be and very well explained by you also like when we are sharing everything about us and uh, we keep on telling that i am an open book i also been uh, have been such sort of individual i used to feel that there should be transparency whatever i am that i am whether in front of you or in front of anyone so i should express everything but yes someone told me recently that it's not required you don't need to be open book you don't need to share everything on social media or open to the public there must be some limitation some boundaries on how much secrets you are revealing so what's your say about it about this personal life how much we shall really share what should be the boundary that should be made when we are making it public see i feel uh, confidentiality should shouldn't not only be for mental health professional i feel we all human beings should be confidential at some point of time right and uh, you know uh, as in uh, i write i am going for a vacation mm-hmm. and i have seen many cases that the robberies happened because you are telling on social media you are going for vacation right <laughs> and no one people have done it so hmm. you need to know that these things should have little bit of privacy hmm. you are getting married instead of enjoying a marriage you are clicking a photograph and putting that i am married are put next day you know <laughs> enjoy this is the moment these things won't come back right it's very important that we enjoy right now i feel you need what you have to put is educative stuff informative stuff and which will be valuable for that person right not about you see you nobody wants to know they want to know what changes they can make so when you are putting anything up on your stories on your post just remember ask would it be valuable to that person would it Brilliant. be informative to that person would that person get some knowledge and in, get inspired then only put it if these three criteria are not met then i would say keep it to yourself <laughs> brilliantly answered thank you so much pratika with this uh, one more thing which uh, like based on what you stated like news channels they report any of the news someone is murdered someone has met with an accident something horrible has happened pulwama attack anything news channel just rush around to present it first that i have presented it you see we are the first news channel to bring it over here to you so rather than showing the news they are just fighting that who has brought it first again till now i don't understand what is the difference whether you have presented it first or last the person will watch the news only when the person has got the time even when you are circulating it throughout the day we remember in doordarshan channel we had news twice a day earlier or maybe in between also but uh, our parents and the family members used to watch the news only twice a day and that that was it they didn't need anything else they waited for that time when the news was broadcast but right now as you said very well it's marriage time it's my marriage and what i am interested in that i should post my picture first on the uh, facebook or whatever so that people will see ki oh at the same time she has posted i was the first one to see it i was the first one to post it so maybe some sort of weird rush is there that is not actually required and the, that is not going to either inform anyone about something because people might be already aware that you are going to be married or it is not even putting any value in anyone's life in what way so very well said that pratika now when we talk about loneliness we talk about solitary life we talk about give like all the hopes have vanished no one is there 
in that case do you really think that pets help or pets are good for mental health patients what's your say on that uh it's been found by research that pets do help especially dogs okay uh dogs are uh, loyal honest unconditional love okay mm. uh and they're a best friend for humans and you know uh, uh as i told you about that uh, about that girl there were other children who had mm. dogs at home okay. and you know they would tell their heart out or you know say everything to the dog and the right. dog would listen quietly and you know not judge mm-hmm. and you know i have seen that literally when you cry the dog also cries right so the dog that hug which we all require i mean mm. sometimes we don't want anything we don't want advice we don't want anything we want someone to listen and hug us right. and that the dog gives because cuddle mm-hmm. therapy is also the dog right. which gives and right. also listening you know i have noticed some people don't want any counseling advice or they don't want any choice or they don't want anything they just want you to listen because there's nobody to listen right and dog is the one who listens uh, other pets also you can have like the parrots or you know some people have different preferences right but yes dog is you know uh, a very good useful thing for anxiety depression uh you know even for any other mental health problems loneliness you can say or isolation low self esteem the dogs are very very useful okay brilliant so those people who really feel lonely they can adopt a dog or yeah. they can own a dog uh, there is a dog therapy now where you can go and spend time one whole day uh, i have uh, seen some places where the dog owners uh, leave the dog in this therapy place Okay. and there are many dogs uh, per day it is 500 you have to pay 500 and you can spend your whole day with the dog wow <laughs> that has become a big thing now uh, many dog owner owners they get paid for it for leaving their dog but okay. many people benefit from it so there are different types of dogs where you can go and you can enjoy with them wow <laughs> brilliant actually uh, i was so scared of dogs when i saw that uh, one pet dog in a lift has bitten a do- uh, ch- small child yeah. and after which the law has come that uh, you are not allowed to take dogs in the public lift so yeah yeah so that might be a kind of a then, strange case not always happening no dog also actually animal psychology maybe some problem he's going through right. uh, there are uh, there are animal psychologists mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say you know he did it purposely Mm-hmm. uh the dog must be having some internal problem which he brought back by biting so right. it's not a- anything that you know we don't I, same thing is with adults we don't know why we do certain things but right. it's all internal same thing is with the animals too <laughs> so it was great having this long conversation with you in which you your words will reach to many people and they will get help out of it so at the end i would just request you to share any of your experiences uh in which in being a health practitioner being a mental health practitioner where you dealt with some issue and as a psychologist how how did you go along with that i think my uh, first case in 2016 uh, with in the school with the child uh, she was having uh, symptoms which were not there even in a uh, diagnostic statistical manual you know mm-hmm. uh, and it was a lot of confusion the teacher said that she it doesn't want to teach that child and you know uh, you know uh, she's very difficult to handle and uh, they were like they were literally thinking of removing the child out of the school hmm. so i said please give me 6 months and after that decide what you want you know but hmm. as per rte you can't remove the child out so hmm. please give me 6 months uh, that was my <laughs> first experience and i was scared literally but as i observed i went to her class i was observing her i came to know that the child has adhd and which is not there in the symptoms in the book or we have not learned it we have not been taught and i would just say that many psychologists don't do misdiagnosis understand what's happening because sometimes it's not there in the book mm-hmm. you need to you know go deeper and deeper to understand what's the problem right so uh, as i i requested the uh, management to shift her division 
you know put her in another teacher's class uh, you know new people new children so there's no judgment regarding that particular kid right and that kid really changed i mean my 6 months really helped and she changed and she became a different person and very uh, the student is now one of the toppers okay. you know <laughs> she has changed a lot and i'm very happy i took it slow and at the same time the parents also cooperated and the school also cooperated and i was really happy that there were changes so it's a brilliant message for our uh, all the parents teachers and even the students there is no harm in getting diagnosed with such sort of things which is written in the book as mental health issues so it's okay like you get cancer you just are sorry that you have you are suffering from cancer but you don't feel ashamed of it that how did i get cancer so any of the disease whether it is physical mental that needs a cure that needs a specialist and uh, you should feel free to contact them you should visit them and uh, that's what i want to do with my podcast with this interview which i have started and in that i want people to know it's okay to feel sick even mentally that's there in your mind and uh, we should also be aware that more of the physical pain that we have is psychosomatic on which the placebo works placebo doesn't work on cancer placebo doesn't work on real illness placebo works for psychosomatic diseases so we can work on that at least thank you so much pratikar you're welcome thank you for calling me